Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Ghost in the Shell, SAC 2045, a, the newest uh, Netflix original animated series, anime, animated series, whatever. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, and as always, we'll get to Ghost in the We'll get to the main topic in, you know, like six hours or something. Um, yeah. But before we go any further, we got to make sure that we always remember our uh, pickle of the pickle week. Pickle of the week. Pickle of the week. Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus. Yeah. It's getting real. As as we learned, <laughs> Michael's scared. I'm scared. I clean it up a little <laughs> bit, right? Um, hey, we we only tried to do it in unison on the first week, uh, the pickle of the weeks, and uh, it was a train Didn't night. work. No. But uh, all right, here we are. We out here. Um, Pickle is the week. Uh, no new comics. Well, some new comics this week. Uh, a lot of reprints and stuff. So I'm just going back and picking uh, uh, something else. I've been reading. I'm just going to hold it up like I'm on damn YouTube, and I'm not. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been reading Vampire the Masquerade Dark Ages. Uh, great, great, great role-playing game book. Um, very different tonally from Vampire the Masquerade. A lot of fun. Word. Yes. Ronnie Boy. Uh, I am picking Samurai Eight. Samurai um, Eight. Uh, yeah, it's the from the writer creator of Naruto. This new oh. series. Oh, oh! It got canceled. That. But hey, it is what it is. Why did what happened? It just wasn't wasn't catching yeah, people. Yeah, so they they do just like any other comic. They do weekly sales in the. Oh, stuff. sure. Their weeklies weren't selling, so that's yeah. too bad. Is it? It's uh, not like in the Naruto universe, right? It's just like its own no, thing. No, it's a separate separate. Okay, that's too bad. Dylan? My pick is The Lost Carnival, a Dick Grayson graphic novel. It oh. is an original graphic novel novel that was previously DC Inc. The art's pretty. It's about Dick Grayson during the carnival. Okay. In the Does flying he get Grayson. lost? Oh. Yeah, he gets lost. The carnival, okay. whole carnival gets lost. Oh, wow. That's, that's um, wild. In the circus. I don't know much about it other than that the art looks pretty, and I've liked all the DC Inc. things so far. So Yeah. It comes out next week. May sixth. Okay. App- apparently. Uh, well, yeah. Assuming so. Um, well, that is. It's exciting. Yeah, I've, I've I've liked all those other ones so far. So I'm sure this will be a good one. Um, but this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we, that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, so events. We got a big one, boys. We got a big one. Who we? The doors are opening. Hey. May. Officially. Officially. I mean, we're open. I mean, if you're listening to this on the Wednesday, you can still come by. You can still come through. But it's a curbside only. So, mm-hmm. but if you want to come inside of Bedrock City, May 1st. That's Very wild, exciting. isn't it? It is wild. It is definitely that. We'll <laughs> be wearing masks. Oh, yes. Gloves. 100%. Masks, gloves, the whole nine. Disinfecting. Line. Yes. Customers are required to wear masks. Yep. Um, what else is there? This web camera is cutting off my arm. Look at that. Oh, no. Hey. Anyway, go ahead. I'm excited, though. I'm excited yeah. to see people again, have human yeah. interaction. For real. Like, I've had very limited human interaction with, you know, aside from grocery store, two seconds of, hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, hello. Coworkers. Yeah, right. 
And that's only been really two at a time because we've been running pretty light at Sugarland. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think we'll be busy when we reopen? I don't know. I hope so. Um, yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, I hope so too. I'd like to see some people uh, for sure. There's a 25% capacity mandate, which we'll right. be adhering to. Absolutely. I don't uh, think that'll be too much of a problem, though. I don't think no. we normally don't get too packed, you know? No, no, no. No, no. launch parties. Right. Someone asked today if Free Comic Book Day was still May 2nd. Bro. I was like, nah. That's what's up. Nah, son. Nah. <laughs> um, Someone else asked if we're going to pay for their mask. Since we oh. are demanding they wear a mask inside. <laughs> wow. No, like, nah. no, it won't be. I was like, I know it's ma- like mandatory, but like we don't pay for pants, and those are mandatory too, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. The deal is, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, hope I hope that's what you said. That's what you said. Real facts. Big facts. Big facts. But the truth is, you can like. It's not like a money. You can tie a shirt around your face. Bandana. I don't just, care. Just, just cover your mouth. Yes, please. And not just with your hand. No, no, no. no we're not doing no, that. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> events. Other events. Uh, we, we are playing a, Delta Green no. this Thursday uh, on our Discord. If you want to get in on that, I have a couple of spots left. Uh, I will be running this one because Dwight is unable to, and Ooh. I will be running the last of our weekly RPGs since we're open now. Uh, RPGs are still going to happen on uh, Discord uh, until we can get back on our feet running events in the store, but uh, I got to get with my DMs and figure out a schedule that works for everybody now that we're all back working now. How are games um, going to work in person? Like, are you going to oh, we're not like doing games. Oh, no, we're not doing games in person. Okay. No, so no, so we're doing uh, Delta Green is this Thursday on Discord. So yeah, but I mean, no, I'm that. I'm not. I I don't expect to play games in person until like July. Um, Makes sense. So uh, and same thing, same thing with KeyForge. Uh, KeyForge we have been running weekly uh, while we were shut down, but uh, that is going to move now that we're back open. It's going to move back to its old schedule of twice a month, uh, but doing it online. Um, cause that, that crowd's way too big. We can't run that in person. We got like 20 people to come play that now. Um, Makes but sense. anyway, uh, so yeah, stay tuned and we'll be having more announcements of how the RPGs are going to work, uh, on discord going forward. Cause previously we were doing them every week. Well, we are still running weekly parsley for free, which is a lot of fun. Those that's like a, it's a, not really a role-playing game, but it's a kind of like that. It's a game you play. Uh, that simulates old computer games, text-based computer games, um, where mm-hmm. you know you, you input commands like you know walk forward, enter room, get sword, you know whatever, and it's lots of fun. Uh, we have lots of fun, and those are free every week on Wednesdays at seven. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think that's it for events. Yeah, we got a live sale coming up. Oh yeah, well yeah, that's right. I was I don't know every if that's going to continue every Wednesday. Is it every Wednesday for the? For it looks six- like it is. Okay. Even when we open, it looks like it's going Excellent. to continue. Well, it so, seems like a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of work. It's well, fun while I mean, it's for, happening. Yeah, fun for the people who are watching. Yeah, for sure. The last one was way bigger than the first one, so. That's cool. I don't know. We're going to see how it goes once we're open, if people still tune in, even right. though they can come into the store, you know, see how that goes. But sure. the manager and owner want to keep it going as long as people are watching, you know? Yeah, cool. I mean, why not? That's exciting. I'll have to come through and do uh, do some game ones. You should just pop in at some point. Yeah, okay. People have said stuff about the podcast on the... Like, I can 
there's tons of comments coming through while I am like looking at the claims and people are saying other stuff, but Oh really? I saw a couple of comments about the podcast. Yeah. So co- at least a couple of our listeners are watching. Hey, all right. I hey. appreciate that. Thank y'all. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe Although we there's get... like one, there's like 1.8,000 comments. So I didn't get to see them like that quickly, but that's a, that's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, maybe we'll, the three of us can host something on there sometime. Get, get real wild. Um, but anyway, uh, what I done did, uh, we didn't check with anybody first to see if anybody got a, has a good one. Uh, I'll go first. What did I, what I done did. Uh, I haven't done much, but I went back to work last week. Um, I, since my vampire, the masquerade role playing, my in-person role playing game uh, is sort of on hold right now. Cause we have a group of nine players plus me. That's not happening, you know, uh, till like at least June. Uh, so I've sort of worked out a way to play some fun downtime activities on the discord. I've been doing some good stuff with that. That's been a lot of fun. Um, but I have a question for the, for the, uh, for the, the two of you. I need, I got a new phone and I ooh, had to ooh. get, yes, yeah, so I got a, I got the, uh, the, the Samsung, uh, galaxy note 10 plus the big boy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Love it. So, but I needed to move my pop socket over, but it, it wasn't it wasn't sticky Sorry. enough it wasn't sticky Sorry. enough to stay, stay on so i could have just bought another one but i went to amazon and i got for five dollars a pack of 50 uh cir- circular 3ms for two dollars like mm-hmm. i mean and it works great but i got i got 50 of these fools Those what am i gonna tiny. what am i gonna do with, uh, you, so you want one no no bro i got so what's your new you just gonna transfer your pop socket i already did no, cool. Yeah, so it's like basically it just it's like a little 3M sticky pad that replaces the, the old sticky on the back of it. I don't know what you do with those. Yeah, I don't know what I'm like. I make some art, dog. Make some art. I mean, it's a glue sticker. Probably just get creative, dog. <laughs> I mean, but. yeah, you're right. You you sure right? Maybe maybe I will. Uh, but other than that, I didn't do much else. Uh, watch Ghost in the Shell. What's your pop yep. socket? Oh. Uh, my pop socket is Spider-Man, I assume. No. Oh, you changed it. Yeah. Oh, uh, you oh. can't see because of my camera. It's Stranger Things. Uh Palace Arcade logo. Okay. Oh, okay. sweet. Yeah. There's one I want that we have at Westheimer. It's like the little mermaid and it says, But Daddy, I love him. Yes. <laughs> I want no, it. Funny enough, uh my girlfriend has that one. Really? Oh really? Yep. She bought it like uh right before we shut down. So excellent. No, I had the Spider-Man one. I had that Spider-Man one for a long time. You did. You yeah, did. well remembered, Ronald. Well remembered. No. Yeah, of course. Of course. Remember, remember when we had the Uncanny Universe one for like a week? Like a week. Yeah. What well, was it? It was a sticker that we, yeah, we a, put on it, and it just just, it just wore off, head. and it looked like crap. <laughs> oh man, good times. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I uh, cut my hair yesterday. Oh, what again? Uh huh. Uh huh. take the hat off. I didn't fancy did this time. Anyway. We'll take that hat off. Let me see it. Ron's Ron's taking it. Ooh, ooh. All right. Okay. Okay. Good. I see you, sis. I, think I did a decent job. Yeah. You did that yourself? I think. Yeah, I did it. I did it yesterday. Last time I had help uh, from the lady. Nice. So I got it. I got it. This time. Nice. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Ron. I guess come come see me at the wash store on Friday. Oh yeah, because Ron's at wash now. I'm at the wash. Other than that, that, that is it. That's what you did. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Dylan, I, 
was consumed with going back to work. Yeah, no kidding. But also didn't neglect my TV shows. I went home and binged um, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. Which I don't is, know what that is. It's not like... It's like, it, it's popular. It's not just me. It's like the new Love is Blind. Um, okay. They're these like idiots trapped on a, like a resort and they... Oh, is that that one? The money one, right? Yeah, they get $100,000, okay. but they get reductions in money if they like, depending on how far they go with people around them. So like if you kiss someone, you lose $3,000. If it's like, you know, step above <laughs> that, that. Sounds like the dumbest crap. More, and if, and if you like go all the way, you lose like $15,000. Wow. So there's just, but you lose it for everyone, you know? They'll all lose money. Yeah. So well, just like just fighting with each other. You can't, so. you can't do anything though. You can't like have fun time with yourself. No. Yeah. That's you a can't. problem. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. everyone's just like repressed and, and angry and it makes for good TV. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. I, I also started an Apple TV trial. subscription. Okay. Um, I watched all Ooh. of the show called mythic quest. Do you guys know what that is? Mythic quest. Uh, I think I remember that one. Yeah. Isn't that an NES game? It's we saw it a big display of it at PAX. Remember that like random show? And we're like, what is that? Yes, and like, yes, yes, big, yes. Yeah, that was this. It's a show about it's like a workplace comedy about people who work on an MMO. Oh, okay. Um, but it was really good. I liked it a lot. I was I, I, I didn't expect much from it. That sounds like something I'd like. Yeah. You like video games, right? Uh, yes, I do. I do it like video like games. sounds like something your grandmother would recommend to you, like knowing that you've played a video game. You know? Right, like, exactly. Totally. Oh, Michael, yeah. you like video games. But it's actually good. It's stupid. Okay. Um, I also watched Defending Jacob. Have you guys heard of that? No. It's another oh, Apple show just came out starring Chris Evans. Oh, boy. Um, oh, wow, I oh, boy. For this. oh, okay. Hey, Ron knows everything, just not names. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's based on a book, and it's about this lawyer whose son is accused of killing another kid in school. And it's a mystery. Okay. And then I finished Silicon Valley. That was fine. Word. And then I could have used this time to watch Ghost in the Shell. Like, I could have sacrificed one of these episodes to finish it, but eh. I didn't. Is that necessary? <laughs> no. Also, oh, Ghost in the Shell came out on Thursday, so we didn't have a lot of time. No, to yeah, it came out on Thursday, and we thought it was a movie at first. So we nope. we sort of had to scramble and change our plans, and or not change our plans. So we had less time than we thought. Um, well, that's all I did. Okay. Well, let's, let's get into the news, and I'm going to start by going off the script, is because there's one that I forgot to put on there that I was there was a meaning to. Um, Chris Hemsworth. Have you seen the, the, his latest casting news, Dylan? I know he was in that extraction movie that just came out. Oh, no. Chris Hemsworth to play Hulk Hogan in biopic directed by Todd Phillips. Huh. Ew, that whole recipe. I, I know. Hulk, Hulk Hogan, huh? Okay, yes. Time Todd to eat, Phillips. I'm going to read you this copy from The Hollywood Reporter because it's brilliant. Time to eat your prayers. Sorry, eat your, uh, eat your vitamins and say your prayers. Hulkamania is going to run wild. Chris Hemsworth is set to portray wrestling superstar Hulk Hogan in the biopic that reunites Todd Phillips with Scott Scott Silver, the respective director and writer for the upcoming blah, 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 Joker. Uh, yeah, so it's Chris they Hemsworth. Can talk about, 
I feel like they're going to paint him in like a really favorable light. Oh yeah. Oh, th- of oh, course. Yeah. You, you, you mean he's not going to say the N word, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to like get canceled. No, I'm sure he won't. Yeah. Uh, or there he'll was... say it, and then they'll be like, "Society canceled me." <gasps> well, we live in one, so crossover. Yeah. Right. Um, eh. Anyway, so that's that's going to happen. I will totally go see it because that looks like it. I'm sure it'll be a train wreck. Oh yeah, I'll watch it. I'll see um, it. Uh, it says right here, the movie, however, will not delve into his legal battle with Gawker, if you recall. Uh, the sex tape. Oh, that's Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right? Come on. I think it's more going to... The film is expected to look into Hogan's rise from the Florida wrestling circuit to become the face of the World Wrestling Federation in the 1980s. Boo. Yeah, right. Is this an origin story? Yeah, the Hulk Hogan origin story. I'm done. Back, back okay. when it was Terry Boulder. Maybe it's like that fighting with my family movie that just came out, but the Hulk Hogan. Yeah, exactly. The most relevant. That one, of, at least that one's funny though. Probably. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Um, we should do that on our WWE film month. When we go down that list. I have watched it. It has Florence Pugh. Uh, does it really? Yeah. She's okay. She's, she's the, the one fighting with her family. Yeah. Oh, really? She's, oh, she, she's playing Paige. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, the Last of Us 2 spoilers leaked by a disgruntled employee. I don't know if y'all saw this. Um, yeah, following a delay due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, key cutscenes, gameplay, and major plot points from The Last of Us Part 2 have leaked online. Uh, the leak originated on YouTube. Uh, uh, we're not going to give out spoilers here, by the way. Um, at this time, rumors suggest uh, the poster was a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee or tester. Um, Naughty Dog has commented on the leak saying, uh, we know the last few days have been incredibly difficult for you. We feel the same. Uh, It's disappointing to see the release of the release and sharing of pre-release footage from the development. Do your best to avoid the spoiler. And we ask uh, that you don't spoil it for others. So that sucks. Sounds Uh, like change it. Today too, they just got a release date. So, yeah. I mean, I think at this, you can't really change it too much i mean i don't know what the spoiler is but like i think uh i'm not too familiar stage, what's this what's the spoil with this like that deaths of characters the, in, the ending and stuff deaths of characters isn't, I mean, it, it's like isn't there only one character you'll play as one character but i mean yeah, it's but like no, spoiling I'm, a movie you know yeah. it's not really much different than like you know end game spoilers getting out there so uh, may 29th is may 29th yeah, it's far too late in development for them to. Uh, Whoa, that's soon. For them mm-hmm. to change anything, so that sucks for them. But I mean, I, I probably wasn't going to get it anyway. I mean, I loved the first one. Um, you, don't, you don't think you're going to get it? I mean, maybe. I, I know. I know. I don't have the time to play it right now. Um, oh, sorry, it got pushed. Uh, it's June 19th. Okay. That's still pretty soon. Next, next month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker arrives early on Disney Plus. Um, it will be released earlier than planned on Disney Plus. The studio announced today, or whenever this was uh, recorded, uh, the film will make its debut in the streaming service uh, on May the fourth. Star Wars film, Day. film. That's what it says. Film confirmed, not by us. Uh, its status <laughs> as a film. Uh, this marks the third Disney film to make uh, a quicker than planned move to Disney streaming service. Uh, following in the footsteps of Frozen 2 and Onward, both of which were added to the Disney Plus lineup earlier than intended due to the ongoing coronavirus emergency. Uh, Rise of Skywalker's digital release was also moved forward due to the pandemic, but only by a few days. Um, This seems to be the trend, right? 
with a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. going on. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I mean, I. It's good for, you know, to reward the people who were smart and didn't pay for this movie. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, definitely. Although, I don't know also, why you want to bum people out more during the pandemic, you know? Wow. <laughs> Called out. Also, in other streaming news, uh, Avatar Last Airbender is going to be on Netflix soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to It's returning. It's going to be there before the live action, which yep. who knows when that will come out. Yeah, for sure. But that's good. That's exciting news if you haven't watched it. Which you should. I mean, I got to do it. Let's go, baby. Yeah, but how much of it do I have to? to watch, All though? of it. There's like 50 episodes. All of it. Uh, nah. It's that or Bro, One Piece. Look, we'll we'll plan it for the Jeff summer. Johns the joins HBO. Green. <laughs> oh, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. Like, we've talked about reviewing that show in the past, but. Uh, it's well, it's tough to review a show that's dark. right. Well, it, it's tough because like a show that's that long, or has that much content, nah. it's tough to go we back and season review. Season by season, dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, we could do a book one episode. Mm. That's bro. Let's go. Don't. That's don't, not the don't time. Let's this. move on. Let's don't move do on. this to me. Uh, Jeff Johns. Let Michael know if you want to see that. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Jeff Johns joins HBO Max Green Lantern show as executive producer. Uh, when the Green Lantern series premieres on HBO Max, it will feature uh, a long, well, whatever. We all know who Jeff Johns is. Uh, he'll be executive producer on the series through his Mad Ghost production company. Uh, that's cool, cool, I guess. I this, mean, I don't know if this is good news. I, it's, not, it, it's not bad news, right? I think so it he, could also just be non-news. It's a mixed bag because he wrote the best run of Green Lantern. I read it all. But right. he also produced like Justice League and BVS and all the CW shows he does. He, he, he can't miss this, a lot of those. Like, this is his yeah. baby almost. Green yeah, but Lantern, his not the show. But his track record of executive producing. He did producing. the live action Green Lantern too. Yeah, the uh, Ryan Reynolds one. So he his, can. Right. Yeah, his. Uh, I don't know. But also, it's HBO, so I assume they put somebody like worthy. I don't think HBO like, means anything anymore. No, now really. HBO Max. It's just like Warner Brothers, you know. Interesting. I think that's think what they, they want. The, that's the what they want there? you to think is be like, oh, it's HBO. But I don't think HBO, HBO is committed not, to doing like one or two new shows a year. You know, right? And then now Warner Brothers is like make thirty, and then so like they can't just like duplicate their talent. So it's a bunch of Warner Brothers people. Hence Jeff Johns doing this. Like Jeff Johns would never have an HBO show before this. No way. Maybe I'm being too. No, I, no, I agree with you. Like HBO's model has always been like, you know, they have one. Quality really over good, yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, all all these classic HBO shows were not running concurrently, you know. Uh, Greenlander needs to have like an unlimited budget. Yeah, absolutely. It all takes place in space and like that power set. It just it seems really hard to do. But Jeff Johns did that Stargirl show that's about to come out and that's getting the like, really good reviews, so okay. maybe he's on he's on the mend. Um, Love Victor news. Hulu has dropped a first <laughs> teaser for seri- for the series that was dropped by Disney Plus. Um, it's a sequel to Love Love Simon. Uh, in the first teaser, uh, Love Victor, the title character, his name is Love Victor, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the title character applies for a local barista job, only to discover the object of his uh, of his affection is the assistant manager there. After pointing out they go to school together, uh, Benji invites Victor 
uh, behind the counter to show him how to use the espresso machine. From there, things get a little more steamy than Victor is comfortable with. No, I don't get it. Steamy. Oh, oh, I get it because it's the coffee. Wow, who wrote this? Um, (sighs) Well, I know everyone's been clamoring for Love Simon news, and here we are. I know they have. I mean, I really like the only people in the world who watched this movie. Natalie saw Um, it with us. I think. Yeah, that's true. It didn't do well, but I'm glad it's getting. Did it not? I thought people liked it. No, well, it got really good reviews, but it's in the 90s, but it didn't make any money. Um, That's too bad. That's why it's getting a TV series sequel, not a movie sequel, I guess. I'm fine with it. He's going to narrate it, the guy from the first one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And he's like executive producing or something, but. Sure. And they also just announced a sequel book to it. It follows the college years. (laughs) Oh, boy. Since we're on on the subject, but I, based on this trailer, I could see why it's not fit for Disney plus, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with, well, going with what Disney plus has made clear their guidelines. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like that. remember when it was removed and everyone was like, Disney's homophobic. I uh feel like that was a little unfair because I mean, I'm the first one to call someone out, but Disney plus is really just committed to being like kids stuff, you know? Right. Right. For their original content. So I really don't think it was that. I think it was like they, they got rid of Lizzie McGuire too. And she's straight. You know? Right. So And they do a lot of censoring people. too. So Yeah. I don't I'm glad it's on Hulu and not just cancelled like yeah. Lizzie McGuire was. That's, that's better. Um so I don't know if you I mean I'm sure I mean I know neither of you care, but WWE cancelled uh well two K cancelled WWE two K one. Um, Looks like Fortnite. Yeah, boy. So they canceled this year's WWE 2K game, 2K21, uh, because uh, there was a large amount of problems with uh, 2K20, apparently. It was apparently a broken game and all sorts of issues and refunds. Like, there was a whole big thing. So they're not doing one this year. Um, They have, however, announced – WWE has announced uh, coming out in fall 2020 – uh, WWE Battlegrounds, uh, which is going to be directed by or made by Silver Saber, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I don't know who it's by. It doesn't say here. But either way, this game is going to, conf- uh, let's see, a completely new WWE game experience that will feature arcade-style action and over-the-top superstar designs, environments, and moves. The trailer is ridiculous. It has, like, The Rock throwing fireballs, uh john cena like does he go invisible uh oh he oh he better if he doesn't Uh, right (laughs) yeah they have they have superpowers it's very like you know what's the game type i don't understand what does arcade style mean it's arcade style fighting means it's 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 still in a wrestling ring it's still a fighting game it's just more like Soul Calibur, you know, yeah. or not Soul Calibur. Power Stone is a better example. If oh. you play Power Stone. The the newer games are more realistic now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 taking it back. Yeah. Did you pull like this was like a Smash Bros type thing? See, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know really if this is what people would would want. I mean, but I guess if they're trying to market to children, then this is probably the better way to go. Because no, the, then you, if they're trying to market to children, you should just do Fortnite, WWE. I mean, true. Did you guys Drop see into that a, into a ring? Did you see that uh, Travis Scott Fortnite thing? Yeah, it was it, it was, was pretty crazy. It looked, it looked cool. Yeah, um, but the gameplay for WWE Battlegrounds is wild. I don't know, like I, 
I don't really support WWE, but like I, I can't imagine buying this game. Um, but it, it looks like it's going to be a fifteen twenty dollar download game. At, mm, at you most. hope, yeah, not a sixty dollar retail game. You hope, yeah, right. But WWE, like WWE, along with many other of the sports people or sports, you know, games, I don't really get why they need a yearly installment. Like, For sure, I agree. Just like the football and yeah, like. Like just I updated think every just money years. every couple yeah money of course because you'll get the people who are going to built in buy Madden every year but like right. the gameplay doesn't change but every like three to five mm-hmm. so why are, know, just, why are these games just DLC like do one base game and just release add-ons? like updated every year yeah, at that oh, point WWE does so much DLC every year the game ends up totaling like two hundred dollars if you buy all the stuff like. You get this pack, yeah. and you get this pack, and this stuff. Like it's crazy, and and they're bad. That's the, like that's the other thing is that they're not very good. Um, but anyway, um, Hotel Transylvania Four gets an earlier premiere date. Um, they which, dated to four. Jesus. So this is interesting, not because anybody cares about Hotel Transylvania Four, um, but so their originally planned date was December twenty second, twenty twenty one, and it's now moved up to August sixth of next year. Hmm. So that's probably making room uh, for something better to come out in that time slot, I would assume. Yeah, we'll see uh, December 2021. Right. Um, the movie's latest adjustment uh, has had to make a schedule adapt for the reality of the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, outbreak. The theater, with theaters closed for the foreseeable future, uh, shout out Texas, uh, the studio <laughs> has been forced to shift its gears, including Uncharted, Morbius, I forgot Morbius, Ghostbusters, and uh, Spider-Man. So, so December 2021 is Avatar 2. Mm. Um, and then that same day, Sing 2, you know that animated oh, movie? They're making a mm-hmm. Sing 2, huh? Black Adam, Sherlock Holmes. Black Adam's not coming out yeah. next so year. So there's a lot of competition that month. I see why they had to move. Yeah. Well, Sing is probably the main one because you can't have two animated movies the same day. No, definitely not. One will get buried. Um, also, Spider-Man 3, Doctor Strange 2, Thor 4 release dates also move. Um, Again. Yeah. Uh, f- first out of the gate uh, was Sony who pushed uh, si- Spider-Man Far From Home follow-up from July next year to November of next year. Uh, November 5th of next year. It says, remember that latter date for a minute. Uh, Sony also removed the sequel to the animated Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse from April 2022 to uh, the release slot October 7th, 2022. In related non-Marvel news, uh, Uncharted's long development adaptation of Uncharted is moved to the old Spider-Man slot of July 16, 2021. So both of Tom Holland, kind of weird. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to be getting inundated with release date shift news for a while right yeah yeah when did dr strange move to uh i must have not copied and pasted it uh i don't well, i remember seeing dr strange got bumped from summer to like spider-man bumped all these marvel movies you know remember the how they released right. their like actual schedule last week and it was just everything was shifted back one right but then like along came spider-man and ruined it all with I don't know like Doctor Strange is, is like a big team movie and it, now it's like not in the summer anymore Ooh. Thor's in a weird date now like I just I feel like they threw a wrench into it a little bit they did um, and I'm sad Spider-Verse is delayed it's I know what I'm looking forward to here 
Right. Bump, bump. Um, Universal and Lego launch a five-year partnership. Uh, Universal Pictures finalized a five-year exclusive develop, development, production, and theatrical distribution with the Lego Group. Um, according to Deadline, uh, Universal's animation division, Illumination Entertainment, has had has been successful putting out all these movies. Blah blah blah. So the, a lot more Lego movies to come is what this means. Um, oh boy. Mm. Yeah, like one was good. Yeah, one, the first one was good. The first had, one was good. Then they had Lego Batman. Lego Ninjago and Lego no. Movie 2. No. Hmm. They need to stop. All right. If you, had to, if you had to have one Lego movie, what would it be? The first one. No, no, no. Like a new one. If they had to make a, oh. you know, any property. A new franchise? A new franchise. Um, what, what, do you th- what would you like to see? I'd like to see, like, maybe, like, Lego Lord of the Rings or something, like, um, completely different. Yeah. I guess I'll per- guess I'll go with Lego Marvel. I don't know. Yeah, Lego Spider Man. Many- Lego Spider Man. Those Lego Star Wars animated movies are actually really funny. They're way better thinking, than they have any right. I was to thinking be. like an episode one Lego Star Wars. That'd be kind of cool. Like oh, it's, the, the pre- prequel it already era. Exists. It already exists. Uh, animated, and no. they're amazing. Like they're way better than they have any right to be. Um, they have a lot of Lego movies that we don't know about. You I, know, I, I, like there's a ton. Like I think next week Lego Shazam versus Captain versus a uh, Black Adam comes out. Yeah. What? Yeah, a lot they of straight to video crummy. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. The animation is terrible. Um. Vampire: The Eternal Struggle returns to print. Uh, Vampire: The Eternal Struggle has been called the best multiplayer collectible card game ever published. It is loved for its blend of strategy and social interaction set in the classic urban horror game of the world of darkness, uh, horror role-playing game, vampire, the masquerade. Um, it is this, they are going to bring this in line with the fifth edition of vampire, the masquerade. Um, this game is actually super cool. I haven't played it before cause it's been out of print for a while. However, on drive through cards.com, the sister site to drive through RPG, you can still order stuff. Old, you know, old stuff they print on demand for you, but you can also the reason it's so popular on that website is you can make your own cards and print them and have them in your decks and stuff. So you can, like, from your home game, you can make a you know your favorite characters into a card in the game. Uh, That's which cool. Is, it's pretty neat. But so they're going to be coming out with a um, a five deck starter set sometime. Uh, end of the year or next year. So that's very exciting for me at the very least. And we will be getting that in the store. Um, Silver and Black director says the movie could now become a limited series on Disney Plus. Silver, 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 no, I can't even talk. Silver Sable and Black Cat were originally going to team up in a movie before later being given their own solo outings. However, director uh, Gina Prince Bythewood uh, now believes they could come be coming to Disney Plus. She said, quote, I really love that project and I do hope it can still happen in some way. It keeps going through different, uh, it keeps going through different thoughts. First, it was going to be two of them. And then the decision was made to do, to separate the two. Now there's the thought of, Hey, maybe we put in Disney plus as a limited series, but I loved it more as a film with the two of them. So my hope is that one day it can still happen. So really that's just in flux and they don't know what's going on is what I'm. She wishes it was a Disney plus series. Yeah. Right. How would that work? They're going to do a Sony show on. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'll eat my words. But I don't feel. I feel like they're going to do a Sony show on Disney Plus. No, I completely agree with you. Sony has Crackle. Put on Crackle. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um. 
female-led Star Wars TV series coming to Disney Plus from Russian Doll co-creator. Um, following the news that the, a third season of Mandalorian is already in the works at Disney Plus, it's now been revealed that a female-led series is also heading our way. Uh, Variety reports that another Star Wars TV series is in the works. This is repetitive. Um, yeah, yeah. As you may expect, specific plot details are basically people are guessing it's going to be Doctor Afra, right? Right. Um, and that was that, rumored a while ago. That's exciting. I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I mean, I don't. I like Russell really, Doll a lot, so that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care um, for Doctor Afra. I mean, I don't dislike Doctor Afra, but I read this. I only read a little bit of it, so. I think I just still have a little bit of Star Wars fatigue, so it's hard for me to get excited about, like, the Lando or, I don't know, the Rogue One spinoff or this or Mandalorian, or it's like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so, I'm just tired of the Skywalker era. Like, I really would love to see something outside of that. I'm ready for that High Republic stuff to start, but it looks like they're not going to be doing that in the TV. When's Ruin Johnson's trilogy? It's not happening. Ruin? Ruin. Ruin Johnson. Since he ruined the franchise, get it? Yeah, you get it. His name's Ryan Johnson, oh, but, it's, but it's ruined Johnson. Oh, God, I hate talking about Star Wars with with random people. You know what I mean? Like it just comes up all the time, and I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to get into I'm not, this. I'm not there yet where I can start talking about it again. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I could talk about it with like with y'all. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but like Mandalorian isn't enough to like. No, it, it, it doesn't, that doesn't win me back. No. Um, David Lynch talks Denny Villeneuve's Dune uh, and reflects on his own adaptation, which uh, I will editorialize and say is terrible. And, and I love David Lynch. Um, he agrees. Uh, yes. Well, oh yeah, no, he absolutely hates that movie. Um, <laughs> while chatting with uh, The Hollywood Reporter, uh, Lynch was as refresh- refreshingly honest and blunt as ever when asked if he was looking forward to see Denny Villeneuve's Dune. Yeah. <laughs> I have zero interest in Dune, he stated, because it was a heartache for me. It was a failure, and I didn't have final cut. I've told the story a billion times. It was not the film I wanted to make. I like certain parts of it very much, but it was a total failure for me. So, yeah, David Lynch is well aware that that movie sucks. Um, he had his name taken off of it for a very long time. Um, I don't know if, what the status of that is now. Um, but it sounds like that doesn't really explain why he's not interested in the new one. Like, is it just that sort of a subject that he can't even? Yeah, I think so. Like, I would he's, imagine he's so. triggered. Yeah, I mean, like you know, you spent a couple of years of your life working on this project, and then you've grown to hate it, and it was taken away from you, and it was a giant mess, and now someone else is going to come along and make a good one, and you're like, Rah. I get I it. I guess, <laughs> but like, how long ago was that? Oh God, late eighties, I think, early nineties. I don't know. It's time. It's time to move on. Yeah, right. Well, hey, he's already... Have you seen What What Did Jack Do? He's moved on. <laughs> have you, though? Have you seen it? Yeah. It's great. It's, it's Well, it's something. Um, Hellraiser TV series in the works at HBO. After finding great success with Watchmen, HBO is looking to get back into the genre game with a new Hellraiser TV series based on the memorable film, film franchise adapted from Clive Barker's novella The Hellbound Heart. This won't be a reboot of the property, and will instead serve as a, quote, elevated con- continuation and expansion of its mythology, according to Variety. Um, it's going to be written by uh, Mark Verheiden and Michael Doherty, 
um, and the director David Gordon Green is uh, who directed the Halloween recent movie. It's going to be helming the series in several episodes, so that's exciting. I don't love Hellraiser. I love I love Clive Barker. He's my favorite author. I feel like it's come that's come up more than once recently, which is weird because um, there's never really a lot of Clive Barker news. Um, <laughs> but I Pinhead is or or just the the Cenobites and the whole, the whole Hellraiser mythos and universe has never really melted my butter, butter that much. You know, it's like, it's not, it's all right. Like, I don't love it. Any of y'all like Hellraiser? Not a fan. Okay. No, but I've never really been exposed to it. So, okay. It doesn't look, I don't know. I've always thought of it as something that was only like cheesy, bad director video movies. Aren't there like 10 of these or something? There's a, there's a ton. The first two are the only ones that are in any way respected. The first one is very well respected in horror community. I mean, the effects are pretty cheesy because it's, you know, of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the first one is very well respected. Uh, the I second know Henry one, Cavill is in the eighth one. Oh, God. Well, there's, there's a ton of them. Um, and Clive Barker has nothing to do with them past uh, number two. Oh, boy. Um, it doesn't say anything about him having to do anything with this. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. he doesn't own it anymore. He doesn't have any, He doesn't. He sold. He sold the rights to them a long time they ago. They could at least give him like a vanity executive producer credit. You know? Oh, they, oh, they might. Uh, from the mind of. Yeah, right. From the mind of Clive Barker, since he can't. Re- he's not really putting out content anymore because he's. He's actually. He's. He's pretty ill. Um. So. Oh. He, yeah. So like he hasn't. Doesn't he have like a writing team though? Um, Isn't he one of those? Or no? no, Clive Barker. No, okay. um, he 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 hasn't had a book out in a very long time too. Um, I've been he's he's in the middle of uh, multiple series, which is really annoying. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so it's just one of those things where I, I doubt I'll, he'll ever get to finish uh, some of those. Um, I'm, I'm I'm just I'm curious about when his last book that came out was. Uh, his last novel came out in uh, that doesn't count 2011 is his last real novel then he had some really really small ones come out in 2000 no 2015 is there was a really small one called the scarlet gospels um that one's very short Hmm. i'm I'm talking like 60 pages like very little so he hasn't put out a lot of content anyway um Deadline reveals the biggest bombs of 2019. This graphic, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Missing Link. I don't even remember that movie. Um, so that Leica movie that no one saw? Okay. Um, uh, total loss of $101.3 million. Gemini Man. Total loss of $111 million. Unfortunate. Cats. Total loss $113 million. Terminator. Total loss for Terminator, 122.6. Y'all like that, right? I didn't see it. Cats? No, Terminator, no. fool. Oh, Terminator's all right. Yeah, I that's like Terminator a lot. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, the movie we always forget exists. Um, total loss, $133 million. Doesn't it feel like that movie came out three years ago? Dark Phoenix? Yeah, I've, for real. It's so far out of my mind, I don't even know when it came out. I mean, obviously 2019, but... I'm Quarantine only reminded, has made us lose all concept of time. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I, I am... Actually, that's a lie, because I am reminded of this movie's existence 
fairly regularly when I go make popcorn because uh, I have the collector's tin in my rotation of popcorn things that <laughs> when I make popcorn. Uh, that I have that one, and I have the uh, Spider-Man metal one that Cinemark had. That's um, cool. Yeah, but the problem with that is I don't use them too much because they're the metal tins, and I use an air popper, so they get really hot uh, from the oh, air. Okay. So it's no good. But uh, I think that's it for our news. Um, not not a ton this week. Um, no, no, well, not, we're, we only have like five days worth. Since yeah, we recorded late last week. You know, we did. We did. Um, so I guess it is time to talk about Ghost in the Shell SAC 2045. How much more time do we got? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this came out this past Thursday. So if you didn't even know it was coming out, don't be surprised. You know, this the Netflix did not promote this very well as far as I. I I wasn't even aware it was coming out until we re- finished recording last week. And we're like, what are we doing next week? Yeah, for uh, real. You know, uh, so this is a sequel to uh, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, which I have not seen. I've only seen the original Ghost in the Shell and then the Scarlett Johansson movie. I've seen all the standalone complex. Oh, wow. I watched, okay. it, I watched it before the ScarJam movie. I've oh, seen... Wow. Maybe one or two other ones. I forget. There's like a mo- there's a movie, and then there's like a few seasons of it. It's not a lot. It's like fifty like episodes, it? maybe. Um, yeah, it was good. Okay. Um, and is so you've seen all of SAC. Have you seen anything else? I've seen a couple others of the OVAs, but I don't remember them that well. Okay. Um, so the plot of this movie is uh, in the year 2045, after an economic disaster uh, known as the simultaneous global default which destroyed the value of all forms of paper and electronic currency the big four nations around the world engaged in a state of never-ending sustainable war to keep the economy going excuse me uh in this world um motoko batu and other members of the public security section nine have sold themselves out as mercenaries under the group ghost using their cybernetic enhancements and battle experience to earn a living while diffusing hotspots across the globe However, the emergence of post-humans and a conspiracy uncovered by former chief Aramaki forces PSS9 to reunite. Um, so you've seen a significant amount of uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ron, you said you've mm-hmm. seen some. Are, would you say you're a fan of Ghost in the Shell as a franchise? I guess, yeah. Just like that's where it stops, though. Fan, you know, not like super fan. Also, it all, a lot of the old stuff like blends together. So I right. couldn't tell you what season was about what, or it's like mm-hmm. a little bit, a little repetitive. Would you buy a t-shirt? That's how I mean a fan, you know? Yeah, I would. If the art was pretty, I'd buy one. Okay. What about you, Ron? Would you buy Ghost of yeah, Shell t-shirt? Same. Yeah, I would. Uh, I like the animated movie, and I thought the uh, ScarJo movie was pretty decent, too. And then sure. the other animated ones are pretty decent, so... Um, I think everyone's I, familiar with this, like tangentially right. at least, you know. Right. I am not a fan. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't hate it or anything. But I would not buy a T-shirt. I've only seen the original, or I forget. It's not okay. I forget what it's called. But they they took the original movie and they like animated on top of it and cleaned it up. Didn't we go to the theater to see that? Mm, not me. Maybe. Maybe I don't remember. Oh crap! Did we? We were. I going went to, to the theater to see it recently, and it like before. I think it was before the live action one, and it was okay. du- it was a sub. <gasps> yes, I yeah, did go. We probably that did. was that was so boring because it was subbed. 
I remember that <laughs> <laughs> because it was subbed. I was like, I thought we were, cause I was, that's right. I totally blocked that out. Yeah. We went to go thinking it was going to be dubbed because you and I did not organize this screening as I recall. Dylan. No, we didn't. No. Um, someone else organized it. Uh, and it was Hyde. Okay. I was trying to, I was trying to be, uh, trying oh, to be sorry. nice. Uh, so yeah, Hyde organized it and we were led to believe it was going to be, uh, subbed. I think Lori came to that too. Oh, did she? I, I think so. And I remember she just hated it. Um, pretty sure. It's a, it's such a, uh, acquired taste, you know, cause it's very much like, it's very political and talky. Yeah. It and is mm-hmm. not it is. not. It's not what's advertised. It's like I don't know. It, the original one was more groundbreaking than anything. Like so, going back to it, oh, a little yeah, bit like the, been there, done that. You know, right? Like the just the animation alone was like league, like years above, like ahead of what it should have been. Good so good. now, yeah, it actually did. I thought the animation held up pretty well when we watched it. But yeah, it, it was like I'm a basic anime watcher. So I watch mostly dubbed when I can. Uh, um, yeah, only exclusively dubbed for me. And like, <laughs> especially like go- the ghost and shell series is good for dub because it's so wordy, you know, that like right. you're only reading if you're, if you're watching it subbed, like you can't ever, I have tunnel vision. So I can't like when I'm watching these things. So if you're not, if I'm not looking up, I'm not really seeing what's happening. Like ex- yeah. facial expressions or anything. And there's, almost always someone talking in, in every ghost in the shell adaptation. So if you're, if you're reading it, it's just like it's a lot of words. I feel like an episode of ghost in the shell is like five episodes of Naruto, you know, like the amount sure. of words. Cause in Naruto there's <laughs> fighting. You can look up for a while and you know, you get a little break, but this is like reading. Unless reading, Naruto's reading. talking to the enemy, but yeah, you're right. That's true. That's you're true. Right. I, uh, I don't really like, yeah, so I don't watch hardly any subbed anime unless I have to. Um, like, I think we watched Captain Tsubasa subbed, Ron. Yeah. Um, but, that, but that was, I mean, it's, it's a sports anime from the 80s. Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. And that was great. But I typically don't like subbed anime at all. I like subtitled films. Uh, so I don't really know what the disconnect is there for me. Um. But either way, um, so this was subtitled. It's supposed to be dubbed at some point, but due to coronavirus, uh, Netflix yeah, it was has a little. Advertised as dubbed, and there's an English that voice was... cast. And <laughs> that the trailer made was me dubbed. Mad. I know. Yeah. Well, because when you turn it on, Netflix it gives you that little. It gives you the preview. Like, well, oh. no, 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 no. When you turn it on, there's like a little thing like at the very top of the screen where it's like due to the coronavirus pandemic, uh, we've had to prioritize the safety of our voice actors. Uh, not all language options are currently available. Like, Didn't even notice that. Yeah. No. It was at the top of every episode. Didn't uh, even notice. But was, Ron's right, the trailer that played with the show, like when you scroll to it on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, English? right. Is it's it really? English. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's what made me mad. I was just that's like, well, where's this English version at, fam? Right. Yeah, that's annoying. So and the English cast for the on show is part. actually good. It's the same cast from the old standalone complex series. Yeah, you know? yeah that's what I heard. So and it was so supposed to be the decent cast, but that's disappointing. Uh, and also, it is fully CGI, like um, yep. Which, for better or for worse, you know, um, for definitely for worse. Yeah, I I did not care for this animation at all. It was very jarring to me. Um, <laughs> it felt like playing a PS3 game. 
I think what makes Ghost in the Shell great is that it has that 2D animation style. Like, this yeah. didn't even look like it was mildly even close into the you know what I mean? Sure. But it was just like, eh, it was yesterday. <laughs> it, and if it didn't have the characters that you recognize, Matoko and Batu, yeah, Batu you would like Cable. <laughs> right, right, right. But you still recognize him as Batu. But like, sure. if you took the characters that you know out, you wouldn't know this is Ghost in the Shell. This is just some game. So and they even the, all different- the other series are set like in a like a high tech future. You know, right? This is this America. is the first one that's in like a post apocalyptic America, like. Think of like a Resident Evil setting, you know? Right, right. And that's what this is. They're in LA and, and it's, po- it's, like po- it's not at all what the other ones are. No. And they, they go first person a couple of times, which is re- also very jarring. Um, uh, I, I don't I, love the, the direction for that. I feel like the CGI would have been like, it would have served like a, like a Blade Runner style, high tech neon sure. environment way better yeah. than like California deserts, you know? I agree. Completely agree. I thought that was a really weird... Dis- like, look at this picture we're looking at. It looks way better than the show, you know? But yeah, the show does not look like this. Um, I thought certain characters were... Are we talking about animation? Or should, we, or should I wait? Yeah, I'm talking about animation, sure. Okay, I thought certain characters looked better than others. Like, I thought she actually looked fine. Right, yeah, Machoko Maybe, maybe it's good. because she's a robot, and she's, like, smooth. You know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. But when someone, like, rugged, like, Bato was on screen, it just, like, it didn't work at all. It looked... And I don't know, I, it just looked really bizarre. I don't know the character's name. I'm sorry, but and you don't know who I'm referencing. But the guy that looked like Kota Ibushi, the uh, the guy who's holding the gun uh, in the little promo picture we're looking at, that guy. Okusa. He looked terrible. Yeah, he, he looked, looked like, pretty bad too. Like he looked like he was pasted in from like a Yakuza game or something. You know what I mean? Like they looked like they just took NPCs and just pasted them in here. Um, they were really light on details, I thought. You know? yeah, yeah, totally. They were. Um, I, I think mean, they spent all their effort on her. Yeah, well, I wouldn't that's, be surprised. That's another thing is like, I was amazed to see that Ghost in the Shell has not matured past Matoko's butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> they only did that a couple times. They did I, they, it once I, in the first episode, and then and they did every it, episode they, in the intro. Yeah, and the, but they did it during a couple of the fights too, like oh, pants past her butt, and you know I'm like, okay, I, well, I get feel it. like this show in particular is like I feel like it's more targeted towards like teenagers for sure. Because like oh, I can't I imagine know. a teenager liking this. Well, think about it. Like, why have those two robotic like funny characters? You know, like that's not really like a oh it, like, those are in the, all the old standalone complex ones too, though. Were they? I don't remember. I and don't like them. Did they have, never have. Did they have those like childlike baby voices in the old ones too? Yeah. They're so okay, obnoxious. I guess I don't remember. It's really jarring because they don't seem like they fit with the they rest of the fit. show. They don't fit. No. At all. Um, yeah. Especially with this aesthetic. I don't know. I just, it didn't work. That, so, those characters were awful. So since we thought we were watching a movie um, and then we weren't, uh, we determined that the plan would be to try to watch six episodes, which is half, roughly movie length. Right. I was able to get six. Dylan got a little bit more. I don't know how many Ron got. Two. I got six. I got um, nine. The first four were like pulling teeth for me. It was yeah, like, I had trouble following it. Yeah, I had, a, I had a hard time following it. And I, Dylan and I talked about it. It's like I wasn't sure if this is be, you know, my inability to comprehend subtitles. Or if it's the fault of the program, and I'm pretty sure it was oh, the, show. the fault of the program for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, because those first, I could not tell you what happens in those first four episodes. 
Like there's a bunch of shooting. Uh, I can tell you what happened at all. I could, I could tell you, but it's just like very inconsequential and meandering, you know? Right, right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. That's like what I they're mean. they're independently contracted, and then someone else scoops them up to do a different job, and that's like the whole first four episodes. Right. You know, yeah, and it's like it's good until episode five. You you could have just started at five, honestly, like because that's when like interesting things happen. They fight that robot guy. Was it Patrick Huge? Is that what they were calling him? Bruh. Well, he got naked though. <laughs> yeah, he got naked and did backflips. <laughs> so and, and like, right? the actual funny part for me. So they shot him uh, when they broke his hand. Yes, and yeah. he was just laying on the ground. So they did something in the foreground. Can't remember what it was, but he was barrel rolling in the background. That was yeah. the funniest thing. <laughs> it was, I remember what that. What is he doing in the back? I remember that. I think they're um, going for like Matrix style bullet dodging. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, this was uh, this was something, but that that episode four is when it finally started to, uh, you know, take off a little bit and be interesting to me to some capacity. I was bored to tears in the first four episodes, but I I actually was enjoying it to a degree, uh, starting episode five and six. Sure, uh, not not enough for me to tr- prioritize watching more than the six episodes. Uh, in no in a span of a couple of days, not even close. Yeah, I mean, if if we had two weeks to watch it, I would have I would have definitely finished it. Um, but um, do, do, do you have any standout characters? Anybody that you liked over over anybody else? I was well, I was bummed that Major wasn't like a character even. She was just kind of there. There, yeah, yeah. it wasn't about her. Like. Maybe that changes. give me. I'm down for always like the like even though I've seen it a million times. The robot struggling with their humanity, finding their morality storyline. You know, uh-huh. right? I know we've done that a million times with her, but like I would have liked to at least given her something to do. She's just kind of there, looking cool. I would assume that has to change like in the in the back half of the. Well, you. I'm on you've, nine, and it hasn't. Yeah, right. No. Hmm. And they've done like, the It's weird, though. like. It's a weird pet peeve, but they've done this gimmick with her several times, like maybe five times, where people are talking in a room and they're like, "I wonder where she is," and then she shows up and she was invisible. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. They've done that so many yeah. times. I'm like, okay, like she can turn invisible. I get it. You know, they're trying. <laughs> wow. They're trying to do this like sexy aloof thing. You know, right? But I agree with you, Michael. The starting with episode five, a plot, the plot with like the post humans. Right. right, reveals itself, and it makes sense, and it's easy to follow, and it it has remained good since then. It's gotten every episode's gotten better since then. Do you so, think you could actually just skip the first four and start at five? I feel like you could watch, you could read a recap of those episodes. Sure, and you wouldn't really miss much. Like the first episode in particular is terrible. Like it starts with this, what I can only describe as like a Mad Max inspired road fight it, oh yeah, my yeah. god that just the animation was so bad like why it, would they start with that like do a they were getting back to the to they like were the getting chased by these dudes in like big trucks who were just like shooting guns into the air Didn't it was so care. bad it was like who wrote this um the first yeah, episode the, was they were very cartoonish i don't know yeah. it's just, they were and like like I said, that landscape looked particularly bad because it was like Dram. a desert, but like the same tumbleweed posted, copied and pasted 
so many times because it was like an endless highway it seemed like yeah with no yeah. no nothing to look at in the background just i mean Dull, the machines look fine like the cars look good yeah sure like everything that's mechanical looks good and for some reason like i said major looks better because i think she's supposed to be unnatural looking a bit you know right so it works that's the ccgi but like the fight scenes were bad i don't know it's just yeah. I know we're getting to that, but I, um, uh, I I agree. You can you can skip the first four. Yeah, totally. Um, Ron, you agree with that as well, I assume. Dude, yeah, I didn't I didn't really care for any of the animation in this show. <laughs> if, if it if it started at episode five, though, like I might have really had a completely different opinion of the show. But the first four really put a a sour taste in my mouth of like this this sucks. <laughs> The, um, I thought the animation got better with the ones that the episodes that were better. Maybe it's just I, I yeah got, you just got, got used, used to, it. to it, and they right. were indoor. They were indoors those episodes. Oh, sure. that yeah. makes sense. I think I think that helped it too. Just the broad daylight stuff is awful. What so? What about the action scenes and stuff? Did you did you think the action was at least well done? The first no, I know I don't either. <laughs> I was gonna say the first episode <laughs> was a horrible, and that really set the tone with how the action was gonna go for what the rest that I saw. Um. I'm not like animation literate enough to describe, but you know how oh, like either. in in these CGI things that things seem like really weightless and like have no impact yes. when they're fighting. Yeah, it seemed like like those blow up those like wind wind characters and that like advertised dealerships, you know? Yeah, yeah, the big like kind of flailing around. Man. Yeah, yeah, they just look like they just look so weightless, and they were just like dancing around, hitting each other, and it was like who like it wasn't thrilling at all to watch, even when. You know, I've seen the GIF on Twitter and stuff of Patrick Huge backflipping up the stairs and stuff. Like, I get it; it's supposed <laughs> to be unnatural, but it looked, but, but it looked cartoonishly unnatural. Like, it wasn't not, supposed to be comedic. That's the problem. No, like, it they wasn't. Weren't, they that weren't was trying the to be problem. funny. And then, but this, like, he took off his clothes and like, yeah. like threw it. I'm a backflip all the way to my room. Like, <laughs> if right. characters laughed at it in the show, I would have been like, okay, that's cool. You know, and like then, that's they're doing this on purpose. But no, then, it was supposed to be like badass. In that same episode, like it's a reveal after that, and after they've shot up his fingers and like horribly maimed him, that he's a robot. Like now, that's what it took. It took you to like take him out of this machine and like, oh, like, he's I don't a post think human. He's human. You, you think after backflipping upstairs nude and after you've <laughs> obliterated his fingers, you think? Well, uh, there's people with like these cyber brains who are still kind fair. of human. That, that's so true. I think maybe they thought he was in the uh, a person. In the episode after that, episode six, when uh, they've got the the guy in the the holding tank or whatever, and his little you know robot ninjas come to save him, um, <laughs> <laughs> the animation there's going back to what you were talking about of things not having any impact and being really light. You know, uh, it was just it was just horrible. Like th- th- they're sitting on top of the, the the glass cage or whatever, and like smacking it with like their little batons, and it. it like it just looked bad, and Batu was just like throwing them around like it's nothing. And I don't I'm know. trying to think of a good like analogy, like what show I've seen that's like this or something. But I can't really. I don't know. I, I can give you another example of poor animation that felt like it didn't doesn't really fit with what's happening. Like in PUBG, I know Ron can relate to this at least a little bit. Um, uh, when you're playing on any of the desert maps with the the dune buggy car, the wheels. When you're driving, oh yeah, they don't, don't feel like they're on the ground. And they're they probably just, not. <laughs> they're probably not right. Like they're turning, kind of, 
but they don't look like you're moving anywhere. It just looks like the dune buggy is moving across the ground <laughs> without the wheels having anything to do with it. Um, and that's sort of, I was getting that feeling a lot watching that fight in particular, the one in, in episode six. It's really disappointing because I think I was this expecting is a, a, a good of candidate of a show that would benefit from CGI like this, you know? Right. Like, I if was, you're going to do any anime, reboot it in CGI, this would be one that I would maybe choose. Right. And, I don't know, they just fumbled it and said. Yeah, I was expecting a lot out, a lot out of this. Because, um, again, I, I have very limited exposure exposure to Ghost, Ghost in the Shell, but I know people love it and they put it over all the time. And So now you've seen the live action and this and, and the original one. So, like... Yeah. I'm, go- I'm You've good. seen two I'm of the ones that are, like, the worst of the, of, of the franchise, you know? Yeah. That's, like... Yeah, it's like starting with Fast and Furious 2 and 3. This already does have a second season that's about to come out. So. I know, it does. Oh, really? I say that, and I do love Fast 2. Fast 3 is horrible. But um, I do love 2 Fast 2 Furious for, for all of its sins. Um, I, do, so, I will say I like the character designs. The reason I wanted to watch this show is because I love that artist, Ilya Kushinov. Okay. The big Instagram artist and... They look cool when they're still. Like, I like that picture, you know? Right. Like, the character designs are fine. Oh, also, like, back to the animation with the yeah. tech stuff. Like, I thought the opening looked really good, you know? Yeah. Where she's, yeah, where she's being made. I was like, ooh, this, this is going to look good. But, you know. Well, like, I only watched just, it once. Like, I skipped that's it. Just yeah, I that's skipped, just more evidence. That's just more evidence that it doesn't, I don't know. But the, the ending credits are 2D animation. I was like, ah, oh, what could have been? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I wish I could say like finish it, but it's like, I don't know. Well, if it's worth I'll it. wait. I'll wait for you. Are you gonna finish it? You're the you're the closest one. You only have four more. Yeah, I'll finish it. But well, when you're done with it, update us. So with that being said, we recommended this or? Yeah, would you recommend it? I I would not at all. I would say even if you like Ghost, well, if you like Ghost in the Shell already, if you're already a big fan you're already going to watch it. So that doesn't matter. I it think doesn't, there's no point. Yeah. If you're a new fan or you're like, I've heard of ghost in the shell. Let me check this out. Don't start here. Yeah. Most of yeah. Cause it really does. Re- some of it does rely on you having watched the previous. It's like season four or whatever of the previous ones. Right. Yeah. I, say skip it. yeah. I would say, I would not recommend it. Like you said, unless you're a ghost in the shell fan, in which case you can like get through the first four episodes. Right, because there's been bad episodes in the other series, so maybe you're of used course. to it. It's like familiar territory, but um, I don't know. Maybe they could. I don't. I don't know how to fix this. Like, recut it as a movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I don't. I don't make know. A music, but... Make a music video. I don't. I don't know. Like, <sighs> I don't know. Make a video was... game out of it. There's cool like uh, 3D models. Yeah, no, it was a mess. Um, there, there's been Ghost in the Shell video games. I'm pretty sure. Um, I never played them, uh, but I think it would work well as a game. But not here. Oh, there was a PS1 game. Would you look at that? Um, that looks also, the, there's a lot of terrible. ripoffs in this show too, like the Agent Smith, well, Matrix looking uh-huh. guy. Well, the Matrix took a lot from Ghost in the Shell. The I know. So it's it's like I think same, that's and I. That's not fair to say, but like also they clearly did. And same with what, like the opening of Westworld is exactly like the opening of this show, but like Westworld took a lot from this too. So it's like interesting. 
Co- copying your copier. I don't know. Right. Weird. Um. Boy. Ah. Yeah. I. I don't know, man. Like I. I. I have. It has, a, has a six out of ten on IMTP, which I would agree I, with. It. It, it leaves a real bad taste in my mouth and I have zero interest in watching. This doesn't make me want to watch any more Ghost in the Shell or read it or <laughs> I'm not saying I won't, but that doesn't, it, this doesn't help matters. At you all. won't. No, I won't. But if there's a, if there's a new theatrically released movie, we'll go see it for the podcast. Uh, I'm sure. I'm curious about the episode breakdowns. What do you mean? Um, so it jumps from like 6.4 in the beginning to like 7.4 to where we got 7.6. Okay. You know, the latter half is, IMDb says it's marginally better. Okay. I disagree. It's, it's twice as good as the first half of it. Yeah. First, half, first episodes are like a 3 out of 10, and then it gets to like a 7 out of 10, in my opinion. The, I, I mean, I think, yeah, the, the first four, I would say, are like 2 out of 10, borderline unwatchable. Uh, and then, f- <laughs> and then five and six are like six out of ten for me. Um, I will say, and we touched on this a little bit, that maybe wait for the dub because you can multitask through those first four. Like you can do something else and just like leave it on and get through it. Ron watching, like we had to be like glued to it, reading, watching, a hundred percent of our attention. I know. Very unfortunate, but more power to y'all if you like sub because I know that's the real way to watch it. But I. Yeah, whatever. I, I'm not here for that subbed gatekeeping business purity test. You know, like that's silly. The lines um, are getting blurred because more shows are, have simul dub, and it's like they both come out the same time, so there is no original audio anymore. Right. It's interesting. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um. I think I think we've about covered everything that is worth talking about with Ghost and Shell SAC 2045 and more. And more, and then some. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. It's Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.